This is Let Your Voice Be Heard right here on WHCR 90.3 FM, the voice of Harlem. Stanley and thinks yeah. we weren't rude enough. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> See what um, I did there? We are back on Let Your Voice Be Heard on 90.3 FM WHCR, the voice of Harlem. Celiante thinks she's all of that in a bag of chips because she wore a blue outfit yesterday and got 77 likes. I don't think so. Are you counting my likes? That's so weird. Facebook tells me stupid dudes. You're, right? you're speaking stalking. of... Hold on. Before we do that, guys, I want to just let everyone know, keep tuning in. Later on in the show, we will be talking about Kalani's attempted suicide, Chris Brown's response, and the stigma of mental illness in the black community. Right now, we are jumping right into the news roundup where we invite anyone who's listening to share call in or um, comment on the stories that really got us revved up this week so we're going to be talking about some of those stories that irked us made us happy made us sad and I know that Alyssa wanted to start off with one of those stories no actually I just wanted to start off with something that got uh, one of our politically posturous commenters revved up during our last segment Um, we did get a comment I wanted to get it out there her name is Kelly Cook and her response to the entire segment which was the debate is over. This is settled law. So we thank Kelly for her yes. comment. I just wanted to make sure we get it out there. Um, as for um, a news story, so here I have a good one. Um, I think it was yesterday or the day before, a bunch of pot activists smoked weed outside of the White House yeah. in order to protest the fact that marijuana is still a Schedule One drug. And if you don't know what that means, it means cocaine is a Schedule Two drug, which essentially means that the government is saying that cocaine is safer than marijuana. Yeah. Um, that that's in a nutshell. Yeah. So um, that's, I think it's awesome that these. Now, if you don't also know, marijuana is actually legal in D.C., but it's not legal on federal property. Mm. The White House is, of course, federal property. We did so, a quickie on that, uh, and we did <laughs> do a quickie on that that you could check out. But I think this was just a really cool feel-good story from uh, Doctor Feelgood, <laughs> let literally the, letting the president know that marijuana doing? should be descheduled. And of course, the president said, "Yeah, you know, I the agree." The president but has dabbled. So wait, I'm sure one he second. Agrees. Was this Sativa or was it um, Khalif? What? Was what? it Sativa no, or Khalif? It's Sativa or Indica. indica. And why don't you ask President Obama that? Because you know he used to be. You know Obama only messed with that the, Indica. He used to be part of that Choom Gang. They used to call yeah, that the Choom Gang. Mm-hmm. He's so cool. I love him. Um, I have an interesting story that came up this week. So um, for anyone that knows me, knows that I am obsessed with the musical Hamilton. And oh yeah, I was very lucky to get to go see, um, it's and it's incredible. Ooh, and I listen to the soundtrack like every day, including on my way over here today. Um, but this week they got into a lot of trouble or they got into some trouble because um, you know they're starting to cast they're going to take the production on tour um, and produce it in different cities outside of New York and they got in trouble because their casting notice called for non-Caucasian actors for the lead roles so basically saying like all are welcome to audition and apply but to play one of the main roles you have to be non-caucasian and white people got very mad because white people love hamilton and found this to be extremely discriminatory besides the fact that 79 percent of all broadway roles are given to white actors okay 79 percent so this is the only show on broadway and even when actors of color are cast into broadway productions they're often periphery roles right they're almost never the lead role so it's touchy, right? It's. But isn't the point of the Hamilton play that Alexander Hamilton is actually not played by a white guy? Like, wasn't that like that? Wasn't that like one of the things about it? I mean, in the show, there's nothing like explicit about it. Just it was a very awesome casting decision to yeah. cast all the main characters, ex- with the exception of sort of the British, you know, with King George and the yeah. British actors as white people. But it was a very awesome. 
um, casting choice, but it's not implicit in this in the narrative. Alexander but, Hamilton. I mean, I just don't understand. Like, I mean, when it comes to leveling the playing field, right? Um, and you, you think about how unleveled it is, especially when it comes to people of color. If you have a Broadway play and production that is going out of its way to finally find and to cast someone in a lead role that is a person of color, why can't we just all applaud this? Like, the fact right. that the statistics you said is overwhelming, 79%. That's almost 80%. And they're like, well, no, we want this one right. too? Right. It's like white people can't be happy unless they have op- op- opportunity and access to everything. And what I found was interesting is that they do. This, they do, right? right? And so what was except for this one thing that is like well, super popular. I think that it could have been done a little more tactfully, which is just like, you know what, just put out a casting notice but, and then you cast who you want. And white, if it's not what? I was thinking about that too. Well, white productions do this all the time where right. they say like, looking Egypt. for white actors or, or a white actor that can Even play South Simone Asian movie. or <laughs> Hispanic. Like, look at West Side Story, right? I mean, we had the lead of West Side Story, Maria, played by a very white woman. And granted, Cheetah Rivera was in the original production. She's awesome. Yeah. Um, but we had white, we have had white women playing roles of color or white actors playing roles of color. We've talked about this on a show previously. Yeah. Um, but it's still a persistent problem in Broadway and so finally we have a production where it is not white people playing people of color and white people are mad about Jackie, that. my white devil princess Yes, I have some good tea for you right now oh, coming from Miss Deborah. Miss Deborah, tell us what you just told me off air. Yeah I was on Hold on You okay Miss Deborah? Yeah I'm okay, I just wanted to turn the radio down, I hate <laughs> that when people do that It's like, you know, you tell them a million times and they never turn it Anyway <laughs> Uh, I was uh, on, I was working at a firm, and a young man called because he was very upset because he wanted to work for uh, Les Miserables. And the white person who was head of this big production told him there were no white people, there were no black people at that time. And so there was not room for him. And he was breathless when he called. He could not believe that somebody would say that to him. Right. Thank you very much for that, Ms. Deborah. I will, I will add that well, right now the lead of Les Mis is the man who plays Javert, but I believe, I, is a black man. Just like, like uh, that just, uh, it frustrates me because if we know anything about scientific evolution, the common wisdom is that all human life probably started in Africa or in the Middle East, which means it, from the beginning of time, everybody was nobody was white until right. people moved to places where they didn't need as much melanin they in to their Starbucks skin, and, and, right? And then they became, <laughs> and then women. they became. So, like this idea that no black people existed during the time of Les Mis, or no black people existed during the time of Shakespeare, like that's total crap. It's no. just crap. <laughs> Scientifically speaking, it's a bunch right. of crap. No, I I appreciate Miss Deborah's comment, and I I think that you know. Black people have been told that either subliminally or directly for decades. I think the only yeah. thing that's surprising is that someone had the audacity to tell that black man to his face. But to that other people, that might not even be surprising well, that's either. That's not surprising at yeah. all. When's the last time right. you were in the South? There were no well, black people in Africa in 1920. <laughs> I think the policy so far, and this is in a lot of fields, not just on Broadway, has been the white as like standard yeah. norm, right? right? That like we're just going to go with the white actor and that if you are anything but the white actor, that's like interesting and subversive instead of just like being expected that there are plenty of talented people from all walks of life from all ethnicities and backgrounds no, so i mean 
there's a reason why Donald Trump's slogan is make America great again. He might as well change it to make America white, white again, again yeah. because that's exactly <laughs> what right. he means by that. So, guys, I have some more sleazy news I want to talk about. Yes. D'Angelo yes. Russell. So, no one yes. in here watches basketball except for maybe no me. I have no idea what you're I, I do. I do. She's checking out the players. So, uh, D'Angelo yep. Russell yep. is a 20-year-old point that's guard the for the Los Angeles Lakers. It. And he was in the hotel room with his BFF, a.k.a. teammate, Nick. Lamar Odom? Nick oh. Johnson. Oops, no. wrong teammate. <laughs> no, Nick, I think Nick Johnson is his name. I, I, for, I forgot. Swaggy P? Yeah. A.K.A. Swaggy P? Yeah, a.k.a. Swaggy P, who is engaged to Iggy Azalea, um, former <laughs> karaoke rapper. <laughs> so, in the video, <laughs> which Angelo Russell is recording, he Nick pretty much admits that he's cheated on Iggy with a 19-year-old woman. And then um, D'Angelo Russell goes, oh, um, what about Amber Rose? And he goes, no, I couldn't do that because they're cool. The video leaked. And everywhere the world is upset because D'Angelo Russell broke the bro code. Now, I will say this because I know you guys are going to go in. Nick (laughs) Swaggy P is wrong for cheating on his girlfriend and like he kind of deserves this. On the other hand, D'Angelo Russell is wrong for breaking the bro code and the bro code is real. If she's not your sister, your auntie, your best friend, your grandma, your your mama, your best, yes, the best friend and the best (laughs) friend, your grandma, it's none of your business. You do not put a person's business out there because certain things are said in confidence. So he broke the bro bro code. OMG, I watched that video, right? And I also uh, have been watching the reaction on social media and from so many people talking about this bro code even in the locker room. And I think it's ridiculous when you have a woman such as Kalani who we'll talk about in the next segment who is even thought about cheating on a man she has been called a thought a slut she's been called a hoe everything right. by everyone but then in the same week where we found out that Nick was cheating on his fiance Everyone has been ganging up on the man who finally let um, Iggy Azalea know. And Stanley, like this bro code thing you have, like it's extremely misogynistic. Like I just, I can't, I can't, I can't get on, I can't get on the bandwagon for that. Also, so two things. One, I'm sorry. There's just a certain code you live by, especially when you're on teams, on a professional team or any team. There's certain codes you live by. That's one. Two, the Kalani and the um the Nick the Iggy thing is completely different. Kalani didn't leak anything. The guy that she. Le- the guy that she's dating now posted a video that he any person it. with common sense would know would start problems. That's one. Two, no one's saying that Nick Johnson is, you know, is getting away with like cheating on his girlfriend. It's just that the bigger piece of the story is the fact that his own teammate did it. And then also, the the bashing that Kalani has gotten is not fair, but that's not have, that's not been the majority of the bashing. Most of the bashing went to Kyrie Irving, who he looked like he got cheated on. And that those are the memes that I shared. Those are the conversations that I was having. I'm not saying what happened to Kaylani was okay, but you can't compare the two. And there were different you, reasons for why like different parts of the story were big. I do think that you can re- compare the two because I, I think that it's bigger. Than, okay, I get the team aspect, and it it could be – you can make an argument that it may not have been professional because they all have to play together. But, Stanley, the first thing you said was it broke the bro code. So yes. even if you're yeah. on a team or you're not on a team, what you're saying is that men have this code where if you know your friend, you know your friend is cheating on another woman, a woman that you may care about. You may be friends with both the man and no, the no, woman, no, no, no. but you, you see, can't you break what, that. See, women no. do this too, though. Like, don't even play like women don't do this. There are times when you know your homegirl's doing something shady and the guy is your friend and you don't say anything. Well, if it's a friend, you can say something. No, no, women protect other women too like this and you can't even front that they don't. But why does it have to be this gendered code, right? Like, why can't we just be good people and say, you know what? Why don't you say, you know, you're telling me this, like, be a good person and, like, do the right thing and tell your partner instead of, like, airing it out. Like, I don't think that airing someone's private business for 
millions of people to view is ever a good thing, right? If it's their private business, if it's not like exposing, you know, a political officials like misdeeds, not like, you know, not their private misdeeds, but like public misdeeds, right? If if you're just exposing someone's secrets to the world, I don't think that's ever a good thing. No, I agree. Anybody it's a code involved, of silence. Even the person being cheated on, that's not It's like, Jackie, really you told racist. me you were the pink ranger and you said to keep it quiet and I'm just saying Stanley, it on air right now. why are you like telling everyone? But that's, that's the thing about it. <laughs> no, and Fight Club. Maybe, oh, shoot. Maybe it's like wrong to call a bro code, but there is a certain code you have between friends where you just do are not doing that. Now, if you have a relationship with that person, that's a different story. Like if I'm if I find out like one of my friends is dating Selena and he's cheating on her, I'm telling Selena with no problem. But But if I if like if Sally is dating Billy and I know Sally for ten years and I met Billy two weeks ago, you know what, Sally, you need to say something. Stanley, with my ex, you were friends with both of us. Would you have broke the bro code with my ex and told me? Yeah. Okay. That's I mean, I think the right no. thing to do then is tell the person that they yeah. have, t- they should tell you or you will. <laughs> yeah, it's with people you don't know. Like, you have, like, if, if like, if Alyssa is dating somebody and, like, I meet that person, she's cool. I mess with Alyssa the long way for years. I'm giving Alyssa the benefit of the doubt straight up. I'm like, Dad, that's messed up what you're doing to Shatisha. You should tell her, but I'm not going to do it. Did you ever consider that the whole reason we're having this conversation is because of the society structure of monogamy? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, go in. Alyssa, Chris Brown, Fuchs. Like, seriously, you're talking about, oh, cheating on this, cheating on this. And I realize, like, polyamory isn't for everybody, and polyamorous relationships aren't going to work for everybody. But part of the reason we're even having this conversation about somebody cheating on somebody else is because we are at this, still at this point in society where we value monogamous relationships, and we don't realize that for some people, monogamy doesn't work, and they need to (laughs) have the option to have more than one partner, and they should be able to. On him to too. have this conversation oh, openly and ha- you know there's a great line and of course you can hate me for this because you know how I feel about Kanye but there's a line in No Church in the Wild where he says that the only problem is not that you sleep with somebody else is if you do it behind my back without telling me so maybe if we just had open conversations about like hey listen honey you give me X Y and Z but you're not giving me A B and C we see this in House of Cards yes. right now well, Frank uh, Frank Underwood spoiler Oh wait, I can't even say That's like that. Two All right, that, okay. That but like, go watch House of Cards. But they're exploring well, the idea that Frank can't give her everything. She's got to go get some things like from other people. Bag. So maybe the real issue is that we should just be open and honest about our relationships and what we want to do. And mm. if the other person on the other side of that cannot deal with the fact that maybe you want to have multiple partners, then that's not the person you should be with. Right. And that, party next door is guilty of being a horrible side dude. That, he broke the side dude law, and people were making fun of him. <laughs> well, side dude is you're not the main boyfriend. Friend. You're the one she goes sees on Tuesdays and Thursdays, and she calls when she's bored and her boyfriend gets her mad. And he broke that law. You St- keep it private. But Stanley's just making it. We don't know if he was a side do or not. And you are applauding. I want to say that. I do not think Marilyn would be happy about that. And what? I know that that uh, you both agree you don't break would, that not, would not work for me either. But I do want to say what does work for me. Bernie Sanders was in the Bronx earlier this week. I had a chance to see him live. Bernie and I were literally 20 feet away from each other. And it's a kid. And I just want to say that Bernie Sanders, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, and I know Stanley posted this earlier in the week, saying that you don't normally see politicians, especially those running for president, go to the South Bronx Since to Kennedy. make a statement. You don't ever see. I just want to say you know something what I'm else saying? about and this. That's, and that's why I was so ecstatic to see him. He talked about yes. climate change. He talked about um, raising minimum wage. She talked about a number of issues. And you know what else? You know what else he talked about, which is my other story that I really wanted to get.
get to throughout this whole thing. He's going to eat pizza without a fork. With his hands like he's a good Brooklyn boy. Yeah. Like he's from New York. You fold he that thing in half. Right. You know how you do it if you're I on the street? Pizza. You take the plate. You take the paper plate. You tell them you don't need no bag. Yeah. You put the piece of Why pizza in the plate and you fold the plate and then you push the pizza up so you can eat the pizza from the plate. front of the plate or you don't get the plate don't at, get all. Plate at all. all. I, just, so I throw out the plate and I just eat Bill the plate. This is a vote for eating a pizza without a plate. I will vote for politicians that Eat pizza without plates as long as they're not Donald Trump. I heard no. Hillary's going to go to Brownsville in, 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 like, in the hallway of Children Projects uh, to outdo Bernie now. <laughs> John Kasich was also caught eating with uh, eating pizza with a fork in New York, too. So just this on if him. If you come to New York and you're running for office, you better pick that slice up. Yeah, yes. de Blasio. Yeah. All right, guys. On that note, we are closing out the news roundup. But don't go Swag. anywhere. When we come back, we are going to be talking about mental ignorance. Uh, mental mental Iggy I was going to say mental Iggy. Yeah, that's close. <laughs> mental illness and the stigmatization in the black community. Stay tuned. We run this rap. Oh, it's Bob. We run in this rap. Chris and me. We run in this rap. WHCR 92.3 FM, New York. Me, Jehovah. Hey, little soldier, you ain't ready for war. ROC too strong for y'all. It's like bringing a knife to a gunfight. Pinned to a test. Chest in a line of fire with your thin best. You bringing them boys to men. Them boys pull in. This is grown man B.I. Get you rolled in the triage. Your reach ain't long enough, Dunny. Your peeps ain't strong enough. Rockefeller is the army, better get the Navy Kidnap your baby, spit at your lady We bring knife to fist fight, kill your drama We kill you motherfucking ants with a sledgehammer Don't let me do it to your dunny